I'm Jess, I'm 18 and I'm hoping to study medicine in September. Hi, I'm Tabby, I'm 18 and I'm hoping to study drama and film studies in September. In this edition, we will talk about what life has been like during lockdown. Many of us found we had more time on our hands than we had anticipated. So, how did we entertain, stimulate and occupy ourselves? Jess, I would like to ask you first, what did you spend time on that you had not previously been able to? Well, I do a lot of reading and I've got a list of books that I was sort of planning to read over the summer after my exams. So I sort of have started on that and obviously that's all I've been doing all day now that I haven't had to study for exams. So there's been a lot of time to fill. I think Tabby's had the same thing of yeah. not having to study like we <laughs> expected. Tabby, does that ring true for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it was just quite odd because in March, usually we would be revving up, we'd be doing a lot of revision and we wouldn't really have time to do other things. Whereas we had loads of time to do whatever we wanted. So I've also found time to do some reading. Yeah, it's been quite nice. Once we got used to that (laughs) anti-climax, there was a long time where I carried on studying because I was like, if I have to do resets, I've got to be ready. Yeah, Yeah, my college set work. And I kind of did that until they were like, yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah luckily my college finished the courses because uh, I know a lot of places just sort of didn't do all the content, which would be a problem for starting uni. But yeah, I was lucky there. And then after that. Yeah, I was lucky there too. After that, I just had to sort of let myself relax. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out of my hands now. Jess, when you finished your studies, were there other things you spent time on aside from reading? I've been watching a lot of TV as well as I think we all have. Then again, there's those lists of things that you always say, oh, I'll get around to watching that. And so it's quite nice to actually be able to just sit down and do that. And I reached a point, I think at first I felt quite guilty about doing that, but I reached a point where I thought I'm doing some good by not going out. And it's enjoying myself before I have to start uni in September. It's time we're not going to get back. So Why did you feel guilty, Jess? Uh, well, I personally, I'm well, I'm a bit of a nerd, first of all. And so <laughs> I, we all know this is well established. So I, I really throw myself into my college work and at school with my GCSEs. That was pretty much all I was doing until I'd done the exams. And so I felt very guilty for not doing that study that I'd built up to, you know, we got kind of psyched up. It was close enough to exams where we were really motivated, I think, to you just get just them done. A, 
Jess, you were about just about to do your your mocks, weren't you? I was. Yeah, it was the week before my mocks that college closed, so I was really, you know, <laughs> at a loss because I thought I was ready to do my mocks, you know. So I think a lot of it was I always feel that I need to be doing something productive. Even, you know, in summer holidays between years at secondary school, I would sort of feel guilty by the end of the six weeks, like, oh, I haven't really done anything with my time. So I think that was difficult for me to come to terms with. But I think I've got there in the last couple of weeks. Tammy, did you also spend more time watching television? Yes, and film. Luckily, that's kind of what I'm going into. For some Tubby's reason, specialty. I've been revising over the summer watching these well, films. That's what we had to do for homework generally. It was quite nice actually because it didn't feel like I had to force myself to watch a film that I didn't particularly want to watch. It didn't feel like every time I was going in to watch something, I had to analyse it. I actually made a pact with one of my friends around the beginning of March. I said, Oh, if uh, we go into lockdown, I'm going to watch the entirety of Glee. <laughs> and I have done that now. So, yes. It's, oh, great. <laughs> um, it, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of films on my list. I actually do a thing where I write down every film I've watched. And at the start of lockdown, there were like loads of films that I just watched. I got to the point where I was watching three a day, but now I've kind of got burnt out of that. <laughs> Teddy, after watching three films in a day, did you spend any time with your family? Yes, it's been interesting because my mum, my dad and my sister are all key workers, they're teachers. So my dad and my sister work at a special needs school. So they were actually still in the building. So I didn't see them as much as other people saw their families, but my mum was working from home. So whenever she wasn't doing an online lesson, for example, we do every Tuesday, we do a film club where I show her a film. And I that was really nice because it got to a point where we're bonding. And then my brother came back from university because he didn't want to be isolated where he was. It was nice seeing him. He was slightly depressed because he couldn't, because we were all working during the time and he wasn't. But it's nice seeing my family. But because it's five adults in like a quite a small house, it does get quite overloading sometimes. I don't know about you, Jess. Yeah, no, I definitely, there's less of us in my house. There's, <laughs> it's my younger brother and my parents. And my mum, same similar situation to you. She works in a primary school. So uh, yeah. a large chunk of the time she was working all day which is more than she normally works but my dad was working from home my brother actually is GCSE age he would have been sitting his exams yeah. so he had a lot of free time like I did so yeah no that was really nice seeing them even if they were sort of up on their computers as as boys yeah. do sometimes it's nice you know you have time in the evenings to yeah a lot more like family like dinner and family events yeah. we just try and do something weekly or watch tv like we all start a new show and that was yeah. nice. No, we like to do that, watch yeah. a film all together. <laughs> we take turns choosing the film or something. And yeah. four of our birthdays were actually during the lockdown period. So oh, wow. in April, May. Yeah. So we did like cocktail nights, which were quite nice. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get tipsy at all. <laughs> I'm um, sure you were very sensible. <laughs> <laughs> and aside from time with your family and watching Netflix, did you spend time online with your friends? using social media or other platforms me and my a couple of my friends we do a weekly call which we we used to have this thing called shed days and then we did a shed day call it's very odd it's a long story but um each week the three of us we'd dress up as a well like anything like politicians one week we'd also draw politicians on paint which sounds very odd from the outside <laughs> eye but yeah it was um it was a lot of fun and um we've kind of phased that out because we can meet in person now but I think it's been really nice because that's the transition I was going to have to go into anyway because I'm the only one out of that group out of the three of us who was actually going to university so we're going to try and keep that up I don't know what did you 
do anything like that Jess I honestly a lot of my friends are not really the sort of people who would sort of enjoy an online conversation yeah. like talking in a group online is very different to talking to someone in person and yeah so like I've, the uh, natural energy is like not yeah there. exactly it's really different like mm. atmosphere isn't it so we've obviously had meetings yeah every week which I've really enjoyed oh uh, yeah it's nice because it like makes an event out of it and you can like oh yeah. I'll just make a cup of tea or I'll make like a coffee and then I can like talk to yeah, everyone and just chill out like it's just that nice sort of different atmosphere of like we're all in our own houses and we're all comfortable but but again, we are all comfortable around each other anyway in person. So it, it's been quite easy to sort of transition. Yeah, it was a bit odd at first, but then it just felt like we were just having that normal space because I think we do. I, I think you'll agree, Jess, that we do have quite a good energy as a group. Yeah, it, it took us like a couple of weeks to get used to that. And then we were very quickly got into that. Tabby, you haven't mentioned social media. Do you use it? Um, at the start of, well, I do. Um, it was a lot of escapism at the start. I think it was for everyone because it's something to kill the time. And also it's a way of connecting with people and you are able to talk to them. When, when you realise when you haven't seen them when for you realize three months. <laughs> oh God, I'd love to talk to that person. You're like, oh, oh, you look different in the flesh. I don't <laughs> remember you looking like that. I I've did actually, I, when I met someone else, I was like, you look different. But yes, um, I do use, I've actually reconnected with some people. We didn't really talk a lot because of college drama and stuff college like that. stuff going on, yeah. And now because none of that really matters in the grand scheme of things, it's been quite nice to use social media less as a way to pass the time, but as a way to connect. I mean, what about you, Jess? Yeah, no, I agree with you about it's very different to talking to them. You know, at, the college is a brilliant example because when you're in college, everything's so different to when you're at home like the atmosphere and like how you interact with people so. but also like just because of everything that has happened in the world like all those dramas and all that stuff it's kind of irrelevant now I don't know yeah, if we're so agree. far removed from that context now yeah. it's like there are bigger things it's like did I really on. worry about that yeah did, did that matter to me or yeah. do I just literally just want to talk to a human being now mm. so it's, yeah it's nice to have that I guess it's kind of pretense to be mm. able to message people and just not feel bad about saying like you know oh how are you doing? Because I know sometimes it can feel, if, especially if you've sort of lost touch with someone, it can feel a bit weird to just give them a text and say, how are you doing? You know, everyone's doing that a bit more now, I think. Jess, has your view of screen time and social media changed during lockdown? Yeah, I think it probably has, to be honest. I, people who know me know that I'm not a huge social media person. Like, I don't have Instagram. I only got Snapchat my first year of college because people just kept badgering me about it. And I got it to get people to leave me alone. <laughs> and I've always just had Facebook. And I've just I've just not really ever seen the, the use of it. I've seen it more of like a stressor or something that you have to keep maintaining mm. and posting on your story and that sort of thing. But that's definitely changed now because obviously no one's really doing anything so there's not that pressure to post like what you've been up to this weekend or anything and it's more just literally about talking to people like Tabby said it just lets you contact people yeah really. it like transitions from look how great my life is to being like oh we're like actually talking about stuff yeah like everyone's life is rubbish at the moment so <laughs> <laughs> there's no competition we're all just bored and we all just want to talk to each other so yeah I've definitely been using it more and I think I've sort of have a different view on it as more of a positive thing now Tabby during lockdown, did you spend more or less time consuming news? Um, more, because there was just such an overload, especially with the daily briefing, but um, because I wanted to know more about information. And I've always been very conscious of the news. I've always 
looked at multiple sources but it just the amount of news that was coming in because everyone was talking about it at once it was quite exhausting so yes I think I have I was very desperate at the start to watch a lot of the news and to consume a lot of that but I think knowing how to consume news is a thing that I've had to learn to do knowing what's positive news and also when it's time for me to maybe step away I think it's calmed down now but I think it's opened my eyes to how important knowing about what's happening in the world is I don't know if you'd agree with that Jess yeah yeah to start with it was definitely especially when you're not allowed to leave your house practically it's very much that you you need to know what's going on and for me it was sort of the only thing that was happening really is to oh what's you know what's the daily briefing going to be it's the same thing every single day it's the same thing you know after the first couple of weeks it was just sort of statistics but it's it's the only thing that you're it was like the hearing. love island of political yeah, broadcast it really was <laughs> like, there's probably going to be nothing happen but there might be something dramatic happen so let's watch every single day I mean for better or for worse there was a lot more of it around like Tabby said and I felt so sort of quite compelled to keep up with it all yes. Was it a good thing to spend more time consuming news? I think it depends on the person because I can get quite anxious. And so there were days when I was sort of looking at it and thinking, this is going to be like this for years. Yeah. It's, and especially in our position where we're waiting for results from exams and we don't know what's going to be going on with the uni. And it's, it's a lot to take in. I mean, Jess, were you there for the actual announcement that exams were cancelled? Yeah. Because what was that like for you? <laughs> Honestly, I was having to check. <laughs> I was listening to it sort of out of one. I was like working and mm. had it playing in the background. Of course you were working. Because of course I was working because <laughs> we've established this. But yeah, that was what was so weird for me was they were like colleges and schools are closing. And we're not going to have exams. And I'm sat there literally halfway through like a chemistry paper. Like, why am I doing this anymore? You know, so it was very much, you know, I went down to find my brother because his exams were obviously cancelled as well. And he said to me, he was like, are you sure they're cancelled? Are they definitely cancelled? So it was very much you know, that shock. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure you had the same. Did you hear it as it was being announced? Yeah, you... I was um, waiting for the announcement because I got home from college early because we were supposed to do a mock actual performance for my scripted stage, which we never got to do in the end, which is sad, but there's always opportunities, hopefully, when stuff opens up again. And I was sitting in front of the TV and it was disbelief. And I also got a lot of adrenaline because I realised, because I hated college towards the end of it, I absolutely hated yeah, it. It really ramps up. It, the stress of it and I wasn't going through the best time. So a lot of it was it, happiness because exams are cancelled. I probably don't have to go back there again and I never did. Yeah, um, it's that sudden realisation of like, oh, that's finished now. Yeah, and I had to go in the next day anyway for a final lesson and I was like, oh, that'll just be like my goodbye. And I felt angry at first, but then I'm quite relieved now. But <laughs> I had had my mocks the week before and I was sitting there thinking I can mess up on this. Because I, I have, you know, I have June, but it, I didn't. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing was having to have that mental shift. And I was feeling the same. I hadn't sat my mocks yet, but I was feeling the same as, you know, I'll do my best, but it doesn't really matter because we've got the exams. And then there was that moment when you realise there's not really that backup anymore and it's all it's all done. And yeah. they're going to base your grade on what you did last week when you didn't realise that yeah. you were being judged. You know, it's it's a very strange thing to are you adjust. Are you nervous about results day just to oh, bring I'm, up the day yeah. that shall not be mentioned I'm um, completely terrified yeah I honestly I'm so nervous but it's that sort of thing of like it's out of my hands now yeah. so I'm trying to just 
it's scary because we don't have control and there's so much uncertainty but I've also got to remember that you know I am lucky and I could be in a worse situation Jess you say you like to spend time being productive and you feel guilty watching television did you spend any time during lockdown just doing nothing I to start with I really hated that. I was like trying to avoid doing nothing and just desperately like doing chores and stuff that I've been putting off. Like, oh, I'll tidy my room again. My room's fine. I'll tidy it again. (laughs) But it's really recently, actually, in the last couple of weeks, I've sort of realised, oh, okay, I can just chill out. And, (laughs) you know, you don't have to be constantly doing something. You can just go and sit in the garden. I'm very lucky to have quite a nice garden. Like I know a lot of people have just been stuck in a flat or something. Mm -hmm. So I've got that nice like outdoors space and you can just sit and think for a bit or like listen to music or something and I think the fact that we have so much free time now has given us almost that excuse to let ourselves do nothing whereas before like I said I I get very irritated if I'm not doing something productive so it was very much that pressure but now it's like don't really have anything productive to do so I'm allowed to have that time. And Jess do you think that had you sat your exams this summer you might have had less anxiety about results day and felt that you were more at liberty to relax. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that's a straight... I think probably for Tabby as well. It's kind of mixed, yes You've and no. You've got some coursework, haven't you, for yours? Yeah, so I've got kind of like a backing, but I don't know how well I've done in my coursework. Um, I think... I'm in a better position than you I guess mentally because of the fact that I did have mocks and I did get those grade back so I have a general yeah. idea and I guess it's a, some sort of exam thing. I think that's exactly it. I generally you know after an exam I can sort of feel how well it went and mm. I'll come out of an exam and go okay I knew most of those answers or I'll come out and go that was <laughs> a mess <laughs> let's never talk about it again. You know having those exams would have been that sort of closure and then I would have been able to say okay I think I'm going to be all right and then just relax until results day. Whereas now I'm thinking, I mean, I'm already planning ahead of like, what if I have to do resets in the autumn and I have to defer a year of university? Yeah, I think it's probably multiplied. And especially since we've had longer as well to think about it. Like yeah. we essentially had our exam equivalent in March because they said, okay, your, your grades are decided now. There's nothing more you can do. So we had that extra two months to, <laughs> to just sit. And it's the daily everyone panics about results day it's and like asks about the, many days. The, yeah. <laughs> What's the university policy on if I don't get my grades? Do you think they'll be lenient? And they were like, whole... we're all drama students. We're going to call up crying and be like, please <laughs> let me in. I will be doing that, by the way. <laughs> I'm not a drama student, but I will definitely be calling them up. Teddy, with hindsight, would you have spent your time any differently? Um... Maybe I could have done like more writing. I did do some academics writing for my teacher. I wish I had returned to that because I sort of, I'd written a lot of it and then I got it marked and edited. And then a lot of other things happened like the Black Lives Matter movement. Everything was changing every day. And I kind of found it very daunting to go back. So I wish I'd written more on that. But no, um, I can I can say I've watched a lot more wider films and a lot of people saying you'll never get this time again. But also I can't really regret something which I never knew what was going to happen. I can't really plan for something. I mean, if, if you asked me if there was going to be a global pandemic and I was going to sign up for it. I mean, what about you, Jess? Yeah, it's, it's definitely 
the sort of thing where no one was expecting this and it's not the sort of thing where you can go back and be like oh I regret how I reacted to that mm. because it's everyone had to deal with it in their own way it's not the sort of thing like I'm, I'm such a nerd I was going to use <laughs> I was going to use a, a school analogy there. no please use a school analogy that means if you have a test or something and you don't revise for it and you get a bad grade and then you're like oh I wish I'd prepared because you knew that test was coming and you're like I wish I'd prepared for that yes. more but with this you can't it wasn't like, oh, I knew there was going to be a lockdown and I didn't prepare for it well enough. It's the sort of thing that w- it was we, we just had to us. deal with it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we kind of knew it was coming, but we didn't know if our exams were going to be cancelled. I thought lockdown would happen for a couple months and during that time I'd just be revising because that's what I would be doing anyway. Yeah, we thought it was going to be till the Easter holidays. It was like yeah. two weeks before the Easter holidays and we thought, oh yeah, they'll lock down for two weeks, then we'll have the two week Easter holidays and after a month we'll be back and we'll yeah. do our exams. So that was crazy when they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, no exams either. <laughs> Everything changed. And you That's sort of when you we were like, oh, this is not going to be yeah. two weeks. Jess, do you think the last few months has changed your view of how you want to spend your time in future? It's probably helped me to be able to realise when I need to just relax and not do anything it's which would definitely be helpful at university is i can recognize okay maybe i should take a break You're for doing half an a hour very like intense yeah degree. i don't know what i've done to myself <laughs> <laughs> honestly i'm really looking forward to my course and i'm really hoping i'll get in and everything but oh i think you will i think oh thank you you have <laughs> such faith in me like i think we talk about this a lot you know within our group and i think we'll all be fine but we like to stress about these things um yeah i, I do think that assuming that we all get into university and it goes as normal because obviously we don't know what the government's going to say next I think it's definitely going to help me deal with like how I approach my studies in terms of recognizing when I need to just stop (laughs) yeah like you said earlier just to to stop and think and just do nothing for like 10 minutes it can it can make a lot of difference which I hadn't really you know it's not something I would have done before but now I sort of realize sometimes you just need to take time in future will you change the way you spend your time um I feel like now I kind of I see times as more like I I either saw it as like free-flowing or like hour by hour I think that's from working in retail um you kind of see that (laughs) time is money time time is money it's done within the hour um and so I mean it'll be very weird to be going into somewhere where I suddenly have gone from, yeah, I have to do like 12 hours a week at a job I don't really care about to doing like a degree and being like, I've got to write this essay and I've got to do this. Um, I mean, I'm not doing the same as you, Jess, I'm doing the humanities. <laughs> so uh, it's slightly different, but- um, I think it's great though, cause you're, you're clearly so passionate about it. Oh, like, thank you're you. Gonna, I, you're, you're gonna be great, be great, great too. Aww. Yeah, oh, so, love across the table. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think I did timetable things, especially around films and stuff, because there were a couple of film festivals that were happening. So I was able to like do some Q&As and stuff like that. And I think also making time for people, I think that's going to make a huge difference and understand where I need time alone, because I think... I am quite an extroverted person. I do like talking to people, but I am very, I do get drained and I do like my own company. So yeah, sometimes you just need time by yourself. I think everyone does to a degree. It's different for different people. And I think, again, that's something that that's sort of helped me recognise in myself, like this lockdown. Oh, I don't actually mind, you know, spending that much time by myself. Quite often you're just always surrounded by people. But then sometimes you realise, oh, I I can just sit by myself for an hour and do my thing, read or watch Glee for (laughs) three hours. (laughs) 
we are going to end our conversation here. I would like to ask you now, considering your experience of lockdown, what commitment you will make to building Protopia. Jess. Well, I think sort of going back to what we were just talking about, having recognised how important it is to reach out to each other and talk to each other, I think just me personally, or just be keeping in touch with people more and being more aware of when people might want to talk and when they might need their own time. And you, Teddy? I think the same. I agree with Jess there. I think it's really valuable to have that connection, especially as us two are like doing such a big life moment as moving to somewhere. I mean, you're thinking Manchester, I'm London. So yeah, I think connecting with people. Thank you, Teddy, for your contribution. And thank you, Jess, for joining the conversation today. And thank you who have been listening. We appreciate you joining us for Generation Protopia. We thank you for your time and we look forward to your company in the next edition. Until the next time we meet, goodbye.